the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement and Houston's one of Houston's most popular financial shows. Uh, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. I think that's why Republicans are more wealthy than Democrats, because they're more conservative. Okay, some of y'all don't agree with that. All right, well, we'll switch here. Uh, so anyway, but no, it's seriously... Uh, Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to really building up wealth over the long term. And, and put away as much money as you can. Have a plan in place. I mean, really, the second thing is is really to have a plan in place. Have a plan how you're going to retire, uh, how much you're going to need to retire. Have a plan to have your house paid off. Uh, really, I, I think once you get past the savings part, the, the plan to have the house saved off, save, paid off within a couple years of retirement is so key. The plan to have to, uh, you know, maybe reduce your cost at retirement. And, and, you know, but if if you're in a house that is reasonably priced, it it shouldn't be a problem. I I saw a story about, you know, oftentimes retirees have trouble of of deciding who, you know, they get a smaller house. And and it it sort of works in theory and... uh, but then the kids come back and and and, and, and you know and so there's kind of a trade off back and forth on, on the whole thing i i think i think it's more more so on the size really on the devaluations the, the taxes and different things the cost of running the house and so if you can get a house that's more reasonably priced then then that your cost if you look at the tax the insurance the heating the electric all the upkeep and everything else, maybe reducing to a simpler house, a townhouse or something to reduce the cost might be a way to go. And so retirement isn't just about saving the money. It's about having the house paid off. It's about the debt paid down. It's about uh, getting in a reasonably priced place that you can stay for retirement. Uh, oftentimes we, we hear people have plans. And, and one of the couple things I notice on the plans – Oftentimes, people have plans to maybe move into a retirement community. They tend to delay that or put that off and put that off. Uh, they, 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 they sometimes to move into a uh, a home or something, assisted living or something. I see people putting that off as well and putting that off. 
uh, surprisingly. Uh, you know, I see many plans and people have all these plans laid out and then I'm going to do this and this. And it, surprisingly, the older you get, the more state is really you really just static you become uh, in, in, in just in really don't want to move and don't want to change. And, and so understand that. And so I think at the start of retirement, I think it's very important to get your home put in place where you want to live, something that you're comfortable with. Because as you get older and older, it really is much, much harder to change. People don't want to change. They don't want to move out of their house. And and, and so, under you know, I think if you just sort of understand that to some extent, I, I, I think what a lot of people when it comes to retirement really don't understand is, is how as you get older and older, change becomes harder and harder and the willing willingness to do things or move or do things like that becomes tougher and tougher and tougher. And so if you if you kind of bulletproof your living area ahead of time, get a place you like, get it set up, get it fixed up, uh, you know, if, if your house, if you're going to stay in your house at retirement, maybe as you get close to retirement, fix it up. Uh, you know, that can always be an ordeal. But uh, get it fixed up, something you're comfortable with, something that, they, you know, the, the things are repaired and so you're not 70 years old and hit with a bunch of repairs because you didn't fix it up when you got in your retirement. And so I, I think that's a, a key that's not really talked about very much out there at all is really understand where you're going to live, get it fixed up and get it set for retirement, get it, you know, bulletproof so everything's not going to break down you know, once you retire and you don't have quite the income, you know, the, the time to redo the kitchen, the time to, to get it fixed up, the time to update it, the time to uh, get it set up is when you're working and kind of can afford to do it. And then you set the the house up for, you know, 20 years or 25 years. I had a discussion with a friend of mine, re, you know, regarding some apartment buildings. We're comparing his apartment building to other apartment buildings and the sale of apartment buildings. And one of the things they look at is, he was, you know, some of the nearby apartment buildings were having problems, and, and he, he put a lot, a lot of money into his apartment building, and it's really, you know, Class A property and really well built, and he, you know, put, put the extra money in it. And he says, look, so when I sell it, these people are going to look at it, and they, they're going to say it's got a 20 to 25-year life, or these other people, it's like a 15-year life. And it's the same thing with your home. I mean, you want to – when you get near retirement, you want your home to have a 25-year life. Because if you retire at 65, you know, that's 25 years, it gets you up to 90. And if, you know, if, if you retire at 70, it gets you up to, you know, 95, which is about where you, you, you want to be. And so you want to, it's kind of the same thing with the apartment building. If, if you want to buy, you, what is, is the, the life uh, of the apartments? Or am I going to sit there and have everything paid off and I retire? And then all of a sudden I've got to replace everything and update the kitchen and spend a whole bunch of money. And and that's typically extra money you don't have at retirement. So one of the really not well under thing, understood things on retirement is get your house fixed up ahead of time for retirement. So once you retire, you're not hit with one bill after another when you can least afford it. And it's something to think about. Uh, like I said, it really kind of dawned on me when I was talking to him this weekend on these apartments and and and. Uh, Whereas, as you know, one of the people nearby is having all types of repairs on their apartments, and it, and it, it's a long story, but it's the same thing with the house. And and so, update your house, fix up your house, bulletproof your house before you go into retirement. You don't want to be hit ten years into retirement with a bunch of bills and 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 getting it repaired and updated, and the wife's not happy because it's it, it needs to be updated and it was never so. 
couple thoughts there, and one of the reasons I say this is because oftentimes we see people really don't want to leave their home once they've been in it for a while after being in retirement. It's, it, it's an issue uh, that, that you have to deal with in retirement. So a uh, couple thoughts. Uh, coming in retirement, when it comes to your home, have it paid off. It doesn't have to be, if you're retiring next year, your house doesn't have to be paid off next year, but if you look at your loan and you've got you know, two or three years left after that, make a few extra payments, and if it takes you an extra year or two after retirement, fine. If you're 60 years old and you've got a, a, a well, better ones, if you're 55 and you've got a 30-year mortgage, you really ought to take a look at maybe getting a 15-year mortgage so it gets closer to where you might be retirement so you get it paid off. Uh, so take a look at that. Uh, and interest rates are still very low out there, and you can you can get things paid off quickly. Take advantage of that. One of the really remarkable things about this whole recovery from the from the 2008 financial panic is how uh, people in in uh, governments and in particular corporate America, rather than paying down the debt from when they almost went bankrupt uh, at the last financial panic, have just levered up with debt and understand. You know, we're going to have a recession in the future. We're going to have a crisis in the future. Now's the time to be paying down the debt, taking advantage. Times are good in Houston. Take advantage of that. Start paying down the debt and getting ready for retirement. So that's one. When it comes up to retirement, it's not just about your savings plan. It's about, hey, when is my house going to be paid off? Is my house updated? How are my other debt? I want to get these things kind of scaled back so when I'm in retirement, I'm in pretty good shape. And you can live on retirement with a lot less money. One reason we do this is if you're not having to make a big house payment, if you're not having to make big credit card payments, if you're not having to repair the everything in the house once a year because it's falling apart, you know, that, that could easily add up to another 15, 15, 20, 25,000 dollars a year. And that most people that's a at retirement is, is a big problem. So anyway, something to think about. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas. You can call us up at 713-339. 1070. Although I, I think <clears throat> the show actually runs on Sunday too. And so, but on Saturday it's live. And so if you got any questions or comments, you can always call us up at 713-339-1070. Uh, a couple thoughts. We sent out our max out savings report this week. Uh, we talk about the uh, Texas state gold depository on the, on the report. And we talk about the trade war and, um, in the markets. And, and, and so if you're not on the list, we send it out free to listeners of the Max Out Savings Show about once a month. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. So we got some calls coming in. Are we ready to take them yet or close? Not yet. Okay. So we'll get those spooled up and, and be ready to go. The so, so we write a lot about this in the report, uh, a lot of different things in the report. Uh, one of the things, a uh, fascinating uh, statistic I came up with, that in the, in the S&P 500, the five, five stocks plus Microsoft make up 98% of the performance in the market. Tell me what, let's take a phone call here from Michael. Hey, Michael, how are you doing? Oh, My- I'm good. Uh- Hi, I, I was just wondering uh, how trustable are four hundred one ks with like I guess the future of America and um, uh, for retirement. That's a great question, Michael. I think four hundred one k plan is the best program for most people in the United States to build up wealth. 
if you put away 10% or more, plus you get a company match, you get a tax deduction of your 10% right away. The money goes into, into a plan. It's very, very hard for the government to take that money from you and because it's in your name uh, and you have a certain amount of money in your name. And, and so I think it's the best program out there. Uh, the If you have a pension or something, they can always take the pensions over. But if it's a 401K plan that's in your name, then, then then it should be good. It's it's the best way. And the most important thing about it, Michael, is every paycheck you put the money in there. And so you don't have like, oh, I have a car car problem or something, and then you forget to put the money in, and then you forget to start up again. The key to the four hundred one k plan is the money goes in every single paycheck. In over the ten, twenty, thirty, forty years, it adds up to a massive amount of money. So I would definitely uh, do use your plan. Well, thank you. What was your name again? Uh, Ted Gioka. Thank you, Ted. Sure. Go sign up on our website, maxoutsavings.com, for the free report, too. It, it, there's a lot of tips in there to help you out. All right. I'll see you, buddy. Okay. Take care. Thanks. T- let's take a call from Charles. Hello, Charles. How are you doing? Uh, good morning. Yes, I had a question because uh, I, I noticed on the news that uh, I guess, uh, you know, AT&T some time back had tried to merge with this Time Warner thing, and then they were fighting it in the courts, and then apparently, I guess, the court went ahead and finally ruled in their favor. But now I understand that uh, the Justice Department is going to appeal the ruling and go back again. Yeah. And and so my question is more general in nature uh, on these mergers. Uh, you know, if a company merges, you know, if, if X company merges with Y company and they get an approval, uh, you know the companies once it's it's it, the merger is it, when the court is ruled and, they, and then they start going ahead and proceeding with uh, you know uh, incorporating the, the the company you know as as or integrating the company. Uh, what happens here if all of a sudden a Justice Department comes in and says, "Well, wait a minute here, we're going to go again"? Uh, is the expectation that these companies are supposed to be on hold or? I mean, because let's just say I'm going to use AT&T as an example, because I'm just saying here, if they start spending money uh, to to integrate this this Time Warner thing, and then you know this thing drags on in the court again on this appellate, and then and then it goes another two years, and then all of a sudden, let's just say for argument's sake, the Justice Department wins. Well, is AT&T then expected to disgorge all this stuff? And I mean, what happens with all the money that they spent? Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm trying to understand, you know, where, how are these companies protected when a merger takes place? Well, yeah, I mean, look, it's they they would have to. I don't think that deal's closed yet, and and so, but they've spent a ton of money on investment banking, on planning, on you know, they've laid off people, changed things up, in 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 getting ready for this. And and look, I, uh, two things. Number one, uh, I, I think. Going forward, the government's going to be much tougher on mergers because people view mergers as being somewhat oligopoly, uh, anti-competitive, and I, and I think really the public is, is kind of souring on mergers because it seems like every time we do a merger, there's nothing but a bunch of layoffs and prices go up, and and, right. and so it's become a problem. Uh, and and the and we're getting such there's a real concern about concentration of power, and so I think we we saw this with the the Qualcomm Broadcom deal. That was a case of a Chinese company buying into one of our key technologies. We stopped that. 
I think they're going to be tougher on many fronts looking at jobs and stuff going forward for the future. And so it's going to be tougher. But look, I think one of the mistakes AT&T really made was is Time Warner owns CNN. And, and if you're going to sit there and run a network that basically whose main job is to try to take out the president of the United States, uh, you know, don't be surprised when they do everything they can to stop the merger. Well, you know, I, I, I noticed the same thing with Verizon. I think all of the, really, the telecom industry has been really sympathetic towards the, you know, the Democratic Regressive Party. I think that uh, yeah. you can look at Verizon, they own Yahoo, and I mean, if you ever went on a Yahoo News, I mean, there's everything that's on a Yahoo News is either made up or it's just so anti-Republican or anti-conservative that, 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 you know, and for the life of me, I don't know how the Verizon shareholders, you know, I mean, unless they're all just regressives or something, but I, you know, I, I've noticed that with the Comcast, with the, with the, with the, the Yahoo, with the, it just seems to me that, you know, people used to say that the oil industry was really run by conservatives, you know, the old white pasty guys. And I yeah. think that, you know, the, the the Democratic Party always took a dim view of the energy industry. But now I see that, that with telecom, that seems to be, that's, that's more along the lines of the media and everything. And I think that, you know, that that's, that's a different take, so to speak. So, but I guess to get back to my original question, I just don't see how a company, if they engage in a merger, can then, you know, I mean, are they supposed to wait for a Supreme Court ruling? I mean, I, I, yeah. I just don't understand how this thing gets reconciled if if, it, if the ruling goes against them. Well, quite frankly, they should have sat down with the Justice Department and said, what's it going to take to sit there and try to do this? And, and, and I really think this... I, look, if I was the president of the United States and CNN was coming after me like they're coming after Donald Trump, there'd be no merger either. I mean, it, so I, I – and look, there is a question of how much concentration do you want to have in the country of all the media and all the things. I, I, Charles, I was – I you know, I was actually on the board of an of an incumbent phone company. We had – you know, we had the competitive side. We had the, the, the Alex side and the incumbent side. And, and so I understand that business. AT&T is – you know, our comp- we competed against AT and T, and I tell you what, their expenses were just ridiculous compared to ours. Right. And, and uh, but I, I mean, I think they're understanding that they have to control the pipeline, and then they they and, and they want to get more content for their their thing. And, but the question is, how do you pull all this stuff together? And then if you put it up against the Disney deal, and Disney's trying to merge with Fox to try to get there to compete with Netflix, all of this stuff is kind of playing out, and, it, and, and it's really, it, it's all up in the air. And the trick for the government is, is to sit there and make sure we don't get a monopolies in different areas of the country. And that, that's going to be the big battle going forward. Right, right. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, I appreciate your insight on that. Okay, thanks, Charles. Look, Charles, I don't think, regardless of whether we get a Republican or Democratic president in Congress or whatever going forward, I don't think this gets any easier for corporate America, personally. No, I, I, I don't either. I, I think, uh, and you know, to get back with the telecom thing, you know, I, I, I've always kind of thought that the most powerful institution in the country, uh, really, you know, I mean, people talk about the Federal Reserve and all, but I really think the most powerful institution in the country is the FCC. Now, I think that I could be wrong, and maybe you, you correct me, but I thought that was comprised of maybe six people, and there were three Democrats and three Republicans, but... That you know, spectrum and 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 bandwidth is everything to you know to to these media companies and and depending on who these people are when they're granting these licenses and everything, 
you know, that that's a lot of influence. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, you're, one of them, and, and I'm up against a break, but thanks for the call, Charles. But sure. what, one of the interesting things is actually the head of the, I think it's pay at the FCC. I think he has to, he's have to have, uh, he's got to have uh, Secret Service or Guard Protection now. I mean, very powerful organization of people are starting to see it. It's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Tell you what, we're up on a hard break. Uh, we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. And uh, tell you what, if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call, 713-339-1070. By the way, our new website, maxoutsavings.com, was put together by Sam Malone's 512 New Media. You guys have no idea. 
what he does over there. His 512 New Media puts together websites. They do video. It's just amazing. I mean, he's got a lot of companies using it. And it really, he even does some a lot of the political stuff for, for people around the state. And it, it's pretty remarkable um, the, the, the technology he has over there at 512 New Media. So if you need some help with the website, you should really check out Sam Malone's 512 New Media website. Now, if uh, you want to call us up, 713-339-1070. Tell you what, let's take a call from Alan. Hello, Alan. Good morning. Yes, my question briefly was, I've got several 401ks, but I'd like to get to about $20,000 in one of those plans. And what is the most optimal way to do that? It's for financial reasons to pay off a high-interest credit card. Not a medical, not an emergency you know, that type of situation, hardship. But is there a way to do that? And I know I'm going to get some tax penalty, but what is the most optimal way to do that? Okay, is, need, there, need, is there a stipulation for financial crisis? Because it's, it's, I need to get to 20K. Okay, you need to borrow 20K. How much do you have in your plans now? Probably 150000 over several. Okay. Um, that, I, but I, I wouldn't mind borrowing against it. You, Money, I, I wouldn't mind just taking 20K out as if I could. Now, here, so when I researched, it was like 25% interest, I believe. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there, it's it's ordinary income tax. You're under 59, correct? Correct. Yeah, and plus a 10% penalty. So it's a pretty big number. It might be over 25%, depending on your tax bracket. Uh, do you have the ability at your present job to borrow off of your 401K? I do not. I do not. Okay. Uh, look, if you really desperately need the money, what what I would try to do is rather than taking twenty, I would say let's just take out ten. Let me see if I can kind of work through the rest and keep keep the plan intact as much as possible. They well, if I don't take the twenty, I'll be really probably paying fifty over the next three four years trying to pay it off because it's the monthly payments are about five fifty a month, and that's just killing me. To the, to, I have never defaulted. I'm still hitting the minimum balance every month, but I would just like to – or may, there could be even another better way. I keep hearing about some of these debt consolidation companies. Uh, is this the, a credit card from a – Yes, it's a credit card, Chase credit card. Okay, one credit card. Okay, yeah. Here, here's what you do. You call up Chase. You tell him, I'd like to pay down – my loan to $10,000, what would my minimum payment be? It's probably going to drop then once you do that. And uh, and then that'll help you out. That minimizes what you're taking out of your plan, and then you can pay the rest. If, if you cut your payment in half instead of 550 to 250 you most likely can handle that. Okay. Uh, I had not thought of that. I appreciate that advice. Okay. Good luck with it, Alan. wonderful Thanks. Okay, that's a good question from Alan. I mean, you want to try to minimize how much you take out of your plan as much as possible because it's so easy to do, and uh, and, and you want to keep building up that wealth over the long term. Uh, and remember, if you take money out of your plan, uh, you're going to if you're under fifty nine and a half, you pay ordinary income tax plus ten percent. Now, here's the other thing Alan needs to keep in mind: if he takes the whole twenty out. That puts twenty thousand on top of his ordinary income, which could kick him into a higher bracket as well. Whereas if he takes just the ten out, it might not kick him into the higher bracket. So anyway, something to think about there. If you got any questions or comments, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh Max Out Savings Report this week. We wrote about the uh Texas Gold Depository. How many of you are familiar with that? That's where Ryan keeps her gold. 
the uh, yeah uh, the but uh, the the Texas Gold Depository is an actual depository where you can put your gold, silver, platinum, palladium that you collect or whatever, and it's it's an actual agency of the state of Texas. And, and so this is something we get a lot of questions on. Uh, about what do I do? Where do I store it? And you don't want to store it under your bed. You, you get this stuff can get broken into all the time, and so maybe you keep some for emergencies in the house, but it should be in a safe, a safety deposit box or somewhere like that. And, and this is this is uh, an offer they they charge a half a percent to manage it unless you get into really big numbers a year to manage the gold, and you can just send it in by the mail over there, and they'll receive it. Insured, of course, and they'll receive it, and then you can get it out as needed. I, I like the idea. I trust the state of Texas. If it was owned by the Federal Reserve, I wouldn't put stolen money into it. But it, it's the Federal Reserve. I mean, it's the it's the state of Texas, and that will protect the citizens of, of this state. It, it, and so it, it's really pretty fascinating. It's in Austin, Texas. Uh, it just opened up in April, and and they're uh, they're working. They're kind of the next phase is they're going to get it so you, they can put the comics gold on there, and that's important because some of the, there's some state agencies like A and M and stuff that have huge. They've got hundreds of millions of dollars worth of gold as part of their uh, diversification, and, and they're going to probably store it over there as well. And so this this just came out, and you can go to the. It's actually go to the website. It's TexasBullionDepository.gov. And uh, you can get information on it, and you you can. They don't sell gold or silver there. They they, they simply are depository where you deposit it and, and protect it. You know, a number of years back, I I, I spent a couple of days working with some people on a reality uh, show, uh, and and they were treasure hunters, and and so they were. We were sitting around afterwards and in, in, in talking, and and I wasn't in the show. I was just happened to be there. In the the. Uh, you know, I said, look, well, what's your biggest discovery? And I figured it'd be, oh, we found, you know, Captain Kidd's treasure or we found the, you know, the lost gold from, you know, the train or whatever that was robbed. That wasn't it. It was, it was well, our biggest discovery was uh, the, someone had a house, they were rebuilding the house and, and they, they uh, it was a very famous person in and they had buried gold in the backyard all over the place. And so we went in there and they were digging up the basement and discovered gold. So then they had the whole place searched and they found a, a lot of gold, including some right by a pond they were about to dig up. And, and that's not that easy. They said, really, we, where we find bigger things is people call us in and go, look, Uncle so-and-so or my granddad, you know, buried. We don't know what happened to the gold. And they go in there and find it. It, that's not a good place to put gold in the backyard. Bear. I mean, for all the joke about burying the gold in the backyard, it actually happens more than you think. And, and, and so a safer place would be something like the Texas Gold Depository. It's actually named the Texas Gold, the Texas Bullion Depository, uh, texasbullionedepository.gov. It's a .gov address. Uh, and if you sign up for the website, I'll send you the report that we just wrote about this as well and just kind of details it. But interesting, it's called the Texas bullion depository to, to store your gold silver uh and you can uh here in the state of texas it's it's actual texas agency just opened up in april we write about that in the report as well the one of the more interesting things that 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 uh, we also cover in the report is we talk about the fang stocks and cho- I, look i think the fangs are really in a bubble which is the fang is the facebook amazon apple google and netflix in 
we actually have a chart in there detailing the various bubbles, the tech bubble, the housing bubble, the gold bubble, the Nikkei bubble, uh, the, you know, Thailand, uh, China, uh, these different bubbles. And it, it, the e-commerce bubble is just remarkable. Let me give you a statistic. Year-to-date, if you add in Amazon to Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, and Google, that accounts for 98% of the performance in the S&P 500 year-to-date. In 98% out of basically six stocks. And in, in it, it, most of the market isn't going anywhere. A lot of stocks are down. A whole lot of stocks are down year-to-date. Uh, but basically, six stocks of our... Are, are are leading the performance of 495 other stocks. In, in, and so it just shows you how co- incredibly concentrated this market is. And, and I think it, it, it's a real danger if you look at the fangs. The, the, the valuations of some of these things are just ridiculous. And even some of them, the, the size valuations, as these things get $800 trillion, they're massive companies. Sometimes you can have a highly valued company if it's a billion dollars and you expect it to get to 50 or 100. But once you're at $800 billion and you're one of the biggest stocks uh, in, in the world, it's hard to see a double, triple, or more from that. And so, and if you look at this, again, if you look at the chart, really it's very similar to the tech bubble in the housing bubble. And so this is something we're going to continue to watch here uh but I do think the fangs are very dangerous in here. I think they're ridiculously overvalued, and I think things are turning against Amazon. Things are turning against Facebook and Google. Privacy issues are becoming a big deal. Monopoly is going to be a big deal. And so you're seeing a lot of changes out there. Tell you what, we're coming up here in a quick break. Uh, let's let's uh, take that break, and then we'll be right back. If you've got any questions or comments, you can call us at 713-339-1070. By the way, if you'd like a copy of the free Max Out Savings Report, go to our website, Max maxoutsavings.com and you can sign up for the free report. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 
512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks, when they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. If you need some help with your retirement, your 401k rollover, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. If you need help, just go to our website. You can request an appointment, and I'll sit down with you personally and take a look at your financial situation. Let's take a call to, uh, from Tom. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? I'm fine. Good morning, Ted. Uh, listening to you talk about uh, gold got me to thinking uh, something. I've never bought gold and silver just because I never knew what to do with the uh, actual <laughs> bullion or coins. Uh, but what I have looked at and done is the uh, the ETFs that actually buy the actual material. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with them. For gold, there's an ETF, GLD, and for silver, there's one, SLV. Yes, yeah, we've uh, got some. you comment on the pros and cons uh, uh, of uh, Buying the actual metals versus those ETFs. Okay, uh, you know that that's a great question. Uh, and full disclosure, we actually own some SLV for our clients, and uh, we own some gold stocks also. Uh, but uh, the the difference is the ETFs actually hold the gold and they trade on the exchange, and so they're better for four hundred one k plans. They're better for IRA accounts to put gold in there. The physical okay. the physical gold is better. Uh, in a, in a personal account with your personal non qualified money, and just because it it gives you if in theory if there's ever a big crisis the gold becomes really valuable so it's nice to have some personal gold and uh, uh, my mentor one time said he felt everyone should have like two or three percent in just physical gold and just figure if it never makes me a dime in twenty years I don't care it, it, and that was in uh, that was for emergencies. You figure it's going to go up over time, and also it's also an exchange. It's also a, a, a real value that that can kind of move. Where it, in the world where everything is out in the open, gold and silver gives you the ability to move assets around where it's where everybody doesn't get to see what you've done. And and not that anyone needs that, but you ought to have the ability to do that. And that that's what makes it valuable there. Now here's the problem: is when you the, the commission. Uh, you know, we use TD Ameritrade. It's like six ninety five to go buy fifty thousand dollars worth of of, of GLD or, or, or SLV silver uh, on the exchange. You know, you can buy the gold, in, but when you have to sell it, you might have to take a you know three percent penalty or five percent, sometimes more penalty or or commission to get it sold. And so the the the, the trading cost on physical gold are much higher. Than, than the uh, exchange-traded gold and silver funds. 
Uh, yeah, you, you made the point about, uh, you know, in a financial crisis, obviously, and, and that's probably why one would hold gold or silver. Uh, since, say, and I'll use um, GLD as the example, since it actually holds holds the gold, uh, would it also be a hedge in a, in a financial crisis? Obviously, you don't have the physical yeah. uh, look, uh, I, possession I, of it, but I would assume that it would it would hold its value very much like the the actual metal, uh, as opposed to investing in say the gold miners or something, which certainly could track differently. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's what you you could see. Look, I think the next crisis p- plays out in some type of global currency problem somewhere somehow and that should be very bullish for gold and, and and so gold in the past it's not as much anymore but i think it's going to start again has moved when everything else is zigged it's zagged or it's moved you know uh, counter to the market it's a non-correlated exactly. asset and so that makes it very valuable i we own a good some reasonable positions for our clients i think it, it's turning for gold and silver. It, it, it's been a long, you know, we've been kind of in a, a really where it hasn't gone anywhere for a number of years. Uh, a lot of the technical people think it's starting to really turn up. I, I think we're seeing inflation clearly in the economy without a doubt. I I, th- I think uh, we're starting to hurt, wind down quantitative easing, which is pushing up the dollar and helping interest rates go up. And that's hurting gold. But on the flip side of that, you've got real problems with the euro in Europe. Is it going to hold together? Is China? China is going authoritarian. They're in a trade war with us. You have huge currency problems in Brazil, Argentina, and Turkey, and other places around the world. And 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 so I think things are really starting to work for gold. And I and I think I I, I think we're going to have a, in the next five years a substantial move in the gold and silver markets. Yeah, I think you're you're right, and that's why I was curious about maybe the best way to do it. So that that's great input. Uh, thank you. Okay, thanks, Tom. Great questions today. If anyone has a question or comment, this is the last segment of the show, 713-339-1070. We'll get your questions answered. Uh, a couple things. I wanted to just touch base on IRAs, on spousal IRAs. Uh, and uh, if... If you if you're a spouse and you inherit it and and you you have a choice when inheriting an IRA, uh, if you're a non-spouse, an, an IRA form has uh, when you when we open an account for clients at Max Out Savings Advisors, on the form we use TD Ameritrade on the form there's there's a a, a, a beneficiary form there's a, the the primary beneficiary and the contingent beneficiary, that beneficiary form supersedes the will, yeah, and so. When you come and you give us the proper paperwork, uh, you know we 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 move the IRA into whatever name is on the beneficiary form. It doesn't make any difference what the will says over here. That's the way it's going to go. And, and so, and by the way, you want to be real careful saying per will uh, in an IRA because if it's in certain type of trust, you really have to have a five year payout and you lose the the tax free growth in it. And so you got to be very careful and have a good estate attorney. But but back to this. So when you inherit an IRA, it typically becomes uh, an inherited IRA. So if someone inherits my IRA, it's uh, Ted's IRA uh, for the benefit of Ted's wife. Or th- that's not a good example, but for the benefit of Ryan. Say Ryan inherits yeah, for The it, the actual titling, titling is Ted's IRA for the benefit of, of, of Ryan IRA. And so it has both names in it. Now, that's the way it is, no matter who inherits the IRA, except for the spouse. The spouse has the ability to just put 
the in, in instead of uh, Ted's IRA, it can go in if it's my spouse. It goes into Karen's IRA in her name, and that's it. And, and so, you generally want to do a spousal rollover uh, when inheriting an IRA. Now, the if 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 the person is under fifty nine and a half, but then it becomes subject to all the rules for IRAs. Now, if the spouse is under fifty nine and a half, she wants to be careful. She might want to do a beneficiary IRA. Because if she needs to take money out ahead of time for whatever reason, uh, if she's under fi- over under fifty nine and a half, and she does a spousal rollover, she has to pay income tax plus the ten percent penalty. Whereas a beneficiary IRA, you only pay ordinary income. Now remember, if you get inherit a beneficiary IRA, you have to start taking money out right away on it. So it's a little complicated, but understand if you're the spouse, you have special special handling of, of, of the IRA, and you want to make sure you do it the right way. And, uh, and and so, but for spouses, have special benefits. And pay real close attention. We find really, we, we always try to get our clients to pay a lot of attention to the beneficiary forms to make sure they're correct, uh, because those are what's going to go in the thing. They can go spend $20,000 with the estate attorney having the fanciest will in the world, and if they screw it up on the beneficiary form in the IRA, it kind of negates the work. So something to think about, take a look at your beneficiary forms. If you add another child, we've seen instances where people had another child and forgot to add the per, the extra child years later on the form, and, you know, there could be a problem. And so something they just don't think about. So pay attention to the beneficiary forms on an IRA. Now, uh, coming up, last segment of the show, you want to get in, 713-339-1070. We just put out our most recent Max Out Savings Report, and if you didn't get it, First, check your spam file or send us a, another email if you change your email, and we'll put you on the free Max Out Savings Report list. I, we, we do this to help out with retirement, with savings, have all types of interesting things in the report. It's about once once a month, and it's free. Now I'm going to get some more coffee here. Uh, we write about China. Listeners of the show have known that we have been talking about China for a while in this show. We've been saying since before the beginning of the year that this trade war is real, we're going to have to do something about China. It's not going to be easy, and it's going to be very difficult. Everyone in the, the, the rest of the mainstream media, the media, Wall Street media, has been telling everybody this is a trade skirmish. It's going away. The minute the president meets the president, Xi Jinping of China, it's, they're going to solve it. They met. It didn't get solved. This is a very, very tough issue. China has a massive three four hundred billion dollar actually it's about five hundred billion dollar trade deficit with us on an annual basis they have not only that it's not really they're stealing our technology they're engaged we just indicted 12 russians for interfering with the election and meanwhile the chinese are stripping technology and stealing it either through uh, industrial spying cyber hacking or other things on a scale not seen since rome looted carthage and, and they've been getting away with it. And if we allow this to happen, we're not going to be a dominant power in the next decade. The China will be the dominant power. They will be the dominant power because they will have stolen everything from us. And so we're going to have to get very tough with China. And so this is a tough issue. China, if I want to set up a business in China, China says, yeah, you can come over here. But what we want is you want a Chinese partner that has 51% of the Chinese entity, which means the Chinese person controls it. In addition, we want you to give us the technology you have. And you go, whoa, whoa, I've developed this. It's smart. 
well, you're not getting into China. And so these executives give up the technology just so they can get into China. They're so desperate for growth. Well, that's hurting Americans. It's hurting American jobs. It's hurting Americans' technology progress, and, it, and it's damaging the United States. And so this is a very, very tough issue we're having to deal with, and Donald Trump is standing up to it. And, and what we're kind of seeing, it's kind of interesting, is I, I think the establishment is starting to support Donald Trump on this issue because they're realizing really how incredibly hard it is to get something done with the Chinese. And no one else has been able to do it. Uh, Barack Obama's not been able to do it. Bush has not been able to do it. Uh, W's not been able to do it. Clinton's not been able to do it. They'd like to have gotten something done, but they just can't get it. And now the Chinese have this new 2025 program, which is a program. They're going, look, what are the dominant industries for the future? And we want Chinese companies to control them. And it's basically, what are they? They're biotechnology, they're drugs, they're chips, they're computers, aircraft and aircraft engines. So they're going after all those businesses to move them to China now. We've, we're going to have to stand up to them. So this is a tough battle. It's a fight for the future of the United States. And so it's not going to be an easy battle to fight. And so we think, you know, really that this has a, been a bigger issue and we've been right on it. The rest of the, of the media has been completely wrong on it, saying it was going to get solved quickly. And, and so I do think it's going to go on, I think, until both China and the United, until we have some severe hits in the investment markets, it's not going to happen. Now, the interesting thing is, China's market's down about fifteen percent, down seventeen percent the other day. Uh, our markets are about even on the year, so the trade war is not really hurting us. And it's it's kind of what Donald Trump says: if, look, if we got the ones that have all the deficits and we're on the losing end, how do we, if we go to a trade war, how do we lose? I mean, we're already lost. We can only gain, and so so Wall Street kind of senses this, and so. This is going to be a bigger issue. I think it's going to affect the market. It's something. It is going to sit there and affect the market. And, and the question is how and when. It likely to see more companies start warning about potential problems. Uh, I saw one company saying that that uh, that lumber. Well, someone was saying that lumber costs are up five to seven thousand dollars because of the tariff, the ten percent, which is kind of ridiculous because lumber prices have been going up anyway because we have a hot market. And if you think about it, 10% means you got $60,000 worth of lumber in most houses. And I don't, I don't believe it's that high. And in, in, in really the lumber costs, which I watch pretty closely, have really been going up, not because of the trade issue. They were going up before that. And so you're going to see a lot of companies start blaming the trade issues on their earnings. And so I think it is going to affect the market. It's something we really want to watch closely and 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 see what's going to happen going forward but but this is this is a trade war it's not a skirmish it's not a you know in the past the presidents have gone over there and he, I, how many times did we see the president go over to china and was going to solve the trade be it bush clinton or obama and they meet the chinese president and they come back with 30 million dollars worth of new sales and what is it it's it's basically a whole bunch of you know 10 or 15 billion dollars worth of Boeing planes, and they get another deal for uh, for a uh, some in, uh, protection, uh, intellectual property protection for Microsoft, and maybe uh, GE jet engines, and then no, and then we lose everywhere else in the job. So it's got to be a level playing field in trade, and I and I think if we can't have a level playing field tr across the board in trade, where countries 
trade fairly between. I don't see the diff, the the advantage of it, and so and I think people are starting to see that, and that's one of the dangers is they're not becoming. They're like, hey, this isn't hurting us. I think it's going to be a problem. Something we want to watch, and so you want to be cautious in here. Uh, I really think you really have to have your risk up, guard up in this market. Right now, you got a little bit of a melt up really in the in the tech sector, but read the report, and we think it's a bubble. So, a uh, couple things. Uh, if you need help with your 401k plan, you're retiring, or you have some old 401k plans, I'll be happy to help you manage it. Just go to maxoutsavings.com, and you can sit down with me, uh, schedule an appointment, and sit down with me, and I'll go over your financial situation. We'll look and see how you're set for retirement. Do you have enough in, uh, money to retire? And, and, you know, what do you need to do to get there? So if you need some help, go to our website. It's maxoutsavings.com. We'll show you our value investing approach to the stock and bond markets. And our kind of our we do a lot of risk work to protect protect the, the assets in, 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 in big declines or financial crisis. That's really probably where we're really the best at, I think. And, and, and so if you need some help, go to our website and also sign up for that free Max Out Savings Report. We just sent out the most recent one. Uh, the topics were the Texas Gold Depository, the FANG stocks, the hot trade war, emerging markets, and kind of our outlook. Plus, we talk about everything from from uh, retirement, uh, spousal rollovers, all types of neat things in the report, and it's free. So just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And remember our motto and our philosophy, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.